A rise in violent crime has sparked a rise in gun purchases around the country. Don't take the bait, the race bait that is. The American Communist Lawyers Union claims that the Second Amendment is racist. Dummies. And our 2A for today, Modern Militiaman Spotlight, is on a man who averted a mass shooting in Fort Myers, Florida. Welcome to 2A for today. for today is a program where we explore all things Second Amendment, all things that protect, threaten, and violate the Second Amendment rights of all Americans. A rise in violent crime has sparked a rise in gun purchases around the country. And you gotta admit, the level of sophistry employed by the Communications Department of the Biden administration likely exceeds the level of sophistication used by Democrats to fraudulently steal the 2020 elections. In the growing list of issues that their linguistic contortion must make excuse and provide a nonsense solution for is violent crime. Let's take a listen to Joe Biden try to make sense of it all. The Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the, the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water with the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there have never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. If you listen to Joe Biden's rambling nonsense over the course of the last couple of months, you will see how he conveniently places the blame on everything, but the fact that many Democrat-run cities emptied their jails during and after COVID-19, setting the stage for men and women who have already demonstrated that they will break the law and trespass the rights of others when life gets tough to reoffend all year long. And they're still going strong. Now, I'm not gonna go into too much of how violent crime is rising, but as of April, 2021, 63 of 66 of the largest police jurisdictions had an increase in at least one area of violent crime. Now to flesh that out, consider this. In 2019, there were 5 million 440,680 rapes, robberies, and aggravated assaults, and 16,425 murders. 2020 and 2021 are proving to be well above those numbers. Now that's translated into more good guys getting armed and ready to defend themselves and hopefully their neighbors. According to Martha Belisle over at the Associated Press, the FBI's National Instant Criminal Background Check System database documented an increase in sales in 2010. There were 14.4 million background checks for gun purchases. That jumped to almost 39.7 million in 2020 and to 22.2 million just through June 2021 alone. Now she goes on to say that the actual number of guns sold could be much higher since multiple firearms can be linked to a single background check. Now, I don't like quoting my political adversaries, but I want to invoke Rahm Emanuel's fitting phrase. You never let a serious crisis go to waste. Stephen Doolin, who teaches firearms law at Western Michigan University's Thomas M. Cooley Law School and is on the board of the Michigan Coalition for Responsible Gun Owners, examined the trend and was quoted in this Washington Post excerpt. Far more common, he said, are the reports from first-time buyers 
who say they no longer trust police departments to protect them, especially after some agencies were overwhelmed by protesters during the summer. The folks that said they would never become a gun owner were trusting the police to protect them, and that delusion has been dispelled, he said. Again, if you've watched the program in the past, then you've likely heard me make the case that the job of law enforcement is to enforce the laws, not to protect the populace. Although it would have been better for our country to not have idiots in black, hooded and masked up, burning down our country in 2020, while law enforcement agents were told to stand down, it's provided a significant object lesson for us, the unorganized militia, that we are all enlisted in, whether we know it or not. <laughs> 40% of the first-time purchases in 2020 were females. Hoorah! And the largest demographic of first-time buyers were Black Americans. Now, it's past time for Black Americans and Black communities to team up with their local law enforcement, get trained militia up, and drive the refuse who kill and make drug addicts out of their children, out of their neighborhoods. So let's hope these new buyers get regulated. And by regulated, I mean what the founders meant. Well-trained, which is necessary for the security of a free people. Don't take the bait, the race bait that is. The American Communist Lawyers Union, better known as the ACLU, claims that the Second Amendment is racist. Dummies. Now, if you frequent the program 2A for today, then you know that I've already dealt with this subject very recently, so I'm not gonna go back into it. I'm simply gonna play a clip from the previous show, make a quick commentary, and put a link in the description for anyone who wants to go and listen to my commentary on why the Second Amendment's not anti-black. Was the Second Amendment created as a form of anti-blackness? Let me take a moment and share a quick message to the people of color who may be watching. Do you know how you can know without a shadow of a doubt that the entire gun control push is strictly political? This is how you know. A great deal of the people in Congress clamoring for stricter gun control laws are people of color. The generally varying shades of brown, those same people of color would argue that our government is racist. Then why would you let a racist government take all your guns? You dummy! Doesn't make sense, because it's strictly political. If it's political, it doesn't have to make sense or be logical. It's simply political strategy. They're just trying to move chess pieces around on a board, but don't be a pawn. You cannot take a weapon from a king or queen unless you conquer them. Don't let them conquer you. Gun liberty has never been a problem in America. Gun control has always been a problem, especially for the black man. Gun control has always been imposed by a local, state, or national authority who wanted to control of the people. Individual liberty proponents don't want to control anyone but criminals and adversaries of war who trespass against the right, life, and liberty of other fellow Americans. Today, it's the poor and the young black families who Democrats seek to prevent from sufficiently arming themselves and expressing their God-given liberty to keep and bear arms that are supposed to be protected by the Second Amendment to the Constitution. Now, according to Cody Wisniewski of the National Review in his article, The Racist Reality of Gun Control, gun control disproportionately impacts the poor and minorities and puts them at greater risk of prosecution. In January 2016, New York Mayor Bill de Blasio created Project Fast Track to aggressively pursue all firearms cases in New York. Defendants in that court are overwhelmingly young black males who are charged with simply possessing an illegal firearm, not using it or committing any violent crime. The majority in these cases have never been convicted of a felony. 
It isn't the Second Amendment that's anti-black, but gun control laws. There's significantly more crime in areas where the black good guy with a gun could save the day. But transfer fees are $100 more in DC than in Texas. Even in New York, you have to have a permit to keep a gun in your house. So a good guy legally purchasing a firearm to protect himself and his young family in a high tax, high crime, low employment opportunity area has a significant barrier to entry to be able to exercise his constitutionally protected rights. It's always been gun control that's at the heart of depriving people, especially minorities, of their rights. Cody goes on to say, Despite being lauded as a progressive necessity, gun control at its core has always been discriminatory against ethnic, political, and religious minorities, as well as the poorest members of our society. Gun control further doesn't make dangerous neighborhoods safer. Instead, it forces the disadvantaged to choose between abiding by gun control laws or defending their own families. So no, it's not the Second Amendment that's racist. It's the gun control laws imposed by those who want to control other people that have been the most oppressive and tyrannical trespasses of the rights of Americans since the country was founded and our constitution was pinned. And our two-way for today, Modern Militiamen Spotlight is on a man who averted a potential mass shooting in Fort Myers, Florida. The Fort Myers Police Department shot spotter detected multiple shots in the area of Henderson Avenue and Thomas Street near an abandoned building. Police arrested 50-year-old David Williams after a short wrestling match and pinning him with a taser. <laughs> Witnesses say Williams had an object in his jacket pocket that he began banging on a bench, which turned out to be a gun. They say he did it multiple times before pulling it out and firing toward a crowd of people. Our two-way for today modern militiaman pulled out his own gun and returned fire in the direction of Williams. Wild man Williams took off and threw his gun in a parking lot. Thankfully, nobody was hit by gunfire and no injuries were reported. But this could have gone way worse than it did if not for the presence of our 2A for Today modern militiamen. It likely would not have happened at all, though, if there were more openly armed modern militiamen in the area. Generally speaking, mass shooters and mental maniacs like David Williams get a little wisdom when the fear of going to meet God at the sight of armed militiamen intercedes before they do something stupid. Now that concludes our program for today. But again, in the coming weeks and months, 2A for Today will be talking to experts, scholars, trainers, and all forms of gun right activists and Second Amendment proponents to answer the many questions that we all have and unpack the various laws and trespasses of our rights that have already been enacted and those that are on the horizon. Again, if the Second Amendment's important to you, make sure to subscribe to the New American Magazine and get on the top daily headlines mailing list so that you get an email alert anytime we upload a video or stream a live event. And share these videos with your family and friends who feel the same, or those that are riding the fence between liberty and tyranny who need a little more convincing. You've been watching 2A for today. My name is Zoe. Post your comments or questions, and we'll try to address as many as we can as fast as we can in the coming weeks and months. Thank you for watching 2A for today.